Show me something. Hello and welcome back to the Show Me Something podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Will. And I'm Trevor. And today I showed the boys Brian De Palma's 1983 Scarface, um, a crime slash gangster classic um, that I had really, before this podcast, assumed that both these guys had seen it already, um, just because it's a movie that's like such um, in like our, ingrained in our culture with like lines in it and like just the image of it. Um, one of Al Pacino's greatest roles. Um, at least in my opinion, I don't know what these guys think. <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, it's just a movie that a lot of people have seen already, so I was surprised. Um, but I was really excited to to be able to show it to him. Um, yes. Oh, and also it's written by Oliver Stone, which I didn't realize until I was looking at it just now before we started recording. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think? Uh, yeah, it was cool. Um... I also, it's like not necessarily a shame point, but it is odd that I've never seen it. Um, it's such a cultural touchstone, um, both in terms of film and I think also largely in terms of hip hop. Uh, Tony Montana is referenced incredibly frequently throughout rap history. It makes a lot of, having seen it, makes a lot of lines make more sense to me. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to the clips song called uh oh shit it's called hello new world it's off the album hell hath no fury and it's a line that's, that says uh be sosa not tony uh which now obviously makes a lot more sense to me <laughs> having never seen it before um yeah it was cool it, it's it's a fun it's a fun movie i guess fun is kind of maybe not the right word but it's enjoyable to watch <laughs> uh it's a good kind of pulpy film mm -hmm. um for sure I think it definitely has pros and cons. Um, it was incredibly jarring for me to watch Al Pacino do a Cuban accent for three hours. Uh, but I don't think he necessarily did a bad job. I just think it was odd. Um, yeah, most of the cast is not Cuban. Yeah, which is which A is lot of them are wild. Italian, like he is. Right, and that's just, you know, that's 80s shit. Underrepresentation yeah. in, in Hollywood was, you know, rampant until way too recently. But... Uh, yeah, it was cool. I, it's, it's, um, I see so much of other things in it. Um, mm -hmm. and obviously like Cobb just mentioned, there are so many lines in this film that I've been hearing my entire life. And I feel like I know the lines, but I've never really have seen them in context. So that was cool. Um, yeah, it, it was a fun time. Uh, it's definitely too long in my opinion, but it didn't. It's a long one. Clocks yeah. in at like two hours and fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. It 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 didn't. It didn't really feel like it dragged. I just think that it's trying to fit a lot in to the runtime. So yeah. your mileage may vary on how long you think it is. I. You know, despite loving movies, I'm I'm not a huge fan of stuff going like over two and a half hours. I even think two and a half is usually pushing it, but. Um, yeah, I agree. It doesn't, yeah. I, I used to be way more open to watching long movies than I am now. And yeah. now I'm like, if that shit's over like two hours, it's like, I'm like, sake. I don't know, man. I don't know if I have the time. <laughs> I mean, it that's, long, and this is, you sure. know, this is a thing that I, I shouldn't really probably mention in public, but I've never seen The Godfather 2 because it's so long. That's um, crazy. And I've owned the, the Godfather trilogy box set since I was maybe Trevor, 15. Trevor, have you? 
Oh, no, I haven't even seen Godfather 1. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I know, I know. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, it's so, bad. Uh, sorry, very, very long, very long review section, but um, it was fun. I think uh, 7 out of 10, you know, I don't think it's amazing. I think it's definitely an enjoyable watch. It's a pretty low stakes watch. Uh, definitely some fun moments. I kind of dug the first half more than the second half. Um, which we'll get into in our spoiler section, but yeah, uh, glad to have finally seen such a cultural phenomenon of a film. Yeah. And before, um, you jump into your review, Trevor, I, I wanted to mention, um, uh, just based off of what you're saying about hip hop will, apparently they, uh, when they did like a re-release in the early two thousands, um, the studio like wanted Brian De Palma to like recut it with hip hop music that it, that oh, was inspired by horrible um, Scarface, and he just like refused. He's like, "That's not gonna." Thank happen. God he refused. But, um, that would be so terrible. But I I just wanted to mention it because there is a lot of references like just in in culture in general about yeah. this movie. Also, I'm sorry, Trev. Uh, I the music was really great. I thought the the score was was really cool. There were a lot of yeah. really cool uh, repeated musical stings that I enjoyed. Um, so, yeah, uh, also a plus for me. All right. So I <laughs> I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, it was cool. You know, like I obviously have heard so much about this movie over the years. Like it's just like we have been saying, it's a cultural touchstone. You know, like it's referenced in everything all the time yeah it's a huge deal and i loved it whenever he finally said the line that everyone knows say hello to my little friend i was like yeah that's <laughs> that he said the thing he said the thing yeah you had to wait like the whole movie yeah yeah for real <laughs> which was a lot of movie like we said it was a bit i did not expect it to be as long either uh i'm sitting and watching and i'm like wow i feel like this should be done by now and then yeah. i go and scroll over i'm like oh there's a lot left. You're like, I've only watched 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? And, it's, and, like, usually I take that as a bad note if I'm checking to see how much time is left. Um, but it wasn't really. It was just, it did feel long, but I wasn't, I didn't hate that it was long because I was mm. pretty interested the whole time. The only couple of times I was, like, checking, I was like, oh, this seems like we might be getting towards the end. And then I would check, even though I probably shouldn't. And I'd be like, oh, wow, nope. 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 Okay, cool. Let's just, yep, keep it going. Another montage. Great. Let's go. There are some great montages in this There are some fantastic montages in this. Um, Yeah, overall, it was really good. Um, Everyone was great in it. I didn't think anyone was really a bad actor in this, like had any bad parts. Everyone, I feel like, did a good job. Uh, Yeah, I would say... Hmm. Eight, eight and a half, eight and a half out of ten. Nice. Depending on the day, it Sweet. might be a nine, but eight and a half out of ten. Right on. I'm glad you uh, you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it's a movie that um I've seen. I think only two other times before this, so I think this is my third viewing of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I love this movie. I think it's a great movie. Um, it is long <laughs> like we've already mentioned multiple times 
which, you know, we'll try not to mention more going forward past this mini <laughs> review section. We will. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like a fun movie. Like it's there. It's it's a crazy, ridiculous movie with a ton of f bombs, a lot of violence, a really interesting um, main character um, in Tony Montana that Al Pacino plays. Mm-hmm. Really great side characters too. Yeah, like Frank is great. Um, Manolo, Manny, what's her name? The the wife is great. Manny's fucking excellent. I love Manolo. Um, Elvira, that's her name. The wife. Yeah. Um, she she's great. Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I I think it's just it's just fun. It's just a fun movie. Yeah, I would probably give it like um, like an eight and a half out of ten, like right around where where Trev is at. Um, really, the only thing taking it down for me is just the length. It's just so long. Yeah, it's really long. Yeah, well, I'm I, too old for that now. I'm not like a stuck up uh, high school film snob. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's four hours. It's excellent by default. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, I was like, this I will say, long, and I felt tired. <laughs> I will say there's not a ton though that you could really cut out of this to shorten it. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, like it that's just its, like the, it's it uses its length really well. Like it was yeah. a necessary yeah. length. It just was long. Like, yeah, yeah, and you find that a lot with these types of movies as well, where um, they're like these long like gangster sagas where they're like telling a like life story basically. I mean, this one a little bit less so because you don't really see him like. And he's younger and older. It's just like really dense of his of this period of time, but um, but yeah, it's something you see all the time. Do we know with, how long this movie movies. takes place over the course of? I would say probably like a few years. Yeah, maybe. it's never specified though. I don't think there's a few yeah. time skips throughout it. Like there yeah. are, there's a couple of them. Yeah, but they really don't say a whole lot of like what's really happening. Yeah, time-wise. which I'm kind of I'm kind of down with that. I, Except I, for I, like I liked... in the beginning. Yeah. Like the very very beginning, where like they get they um, come over to America, basically. Yeah. There's like the the first time skip after they get off the boat, I think, and then they have the next time skip when. Well, I guess I could move that into the spoiler zone. Actually, I'll talk about it then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I I really enjoyed the whole thing, and I'm kind of glad that I lined up with your. <laughs> your points on that because i was a I, I thought i might have been going too low but no i don't think so i mean there are people that like this is like their favorite movie of like all time and they'll, how, put, they'll like, give it like a 10 out of 10 there, there's people that like relate to this movie hard and they just love tony montana like they yeah. like that's like all they're about you know i can get um, it actually yeah i can see which it. is cool yeah you know um but yeah, you guys want to jump right into the uh, spoilerino zone? Yeah, just briefly, yeah. Uh, two more shout-outs to, to rap music. Uh, he's mentioned, these are just some other lines that I came across in looking up references um, that I am familiar with. Uh, Notorious Biggs, uh, Ten Crack Commandments, uh, is a song centers heavily around Never Get High in Your Own Supply, which is... Um, Classic line. I think Elvira's line, right? Yeah, um, yeah. She's the one that first mentions the rule. It's rule number two. Yeah, rule number two. Never yeah. follows so, that rule ever, ever. <laughs> um, yeah. So that the ten crack commandments is literally it's a song about rule one through ten of drug dealing. Um, and then Nas mentions, uh, "I'm like Scarface sniffing cocaine in the world is yours." Obviously, which also is probably a reference to the film. Um, yeah, the world is yours is like his slogan once he's made yeah. it. So that's which a, is weird because he literally classic. steals that slogan, doesn't he? Yeah, from he Pan takes Am. It from the blimp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
and yeah, that's from that's from the world is yours by Nas off of Illmatic in '94. Um, I, I I debated going back and forth about doing this in spoiler zone or out of spoiler zone. I guess we'll just do it in the spoiler zone so that we can have a free conversation about it. So we're already there. Any yeah. Uh, so official spoiler zone. Yeah. I don't know if I liked Al Pacino's performance in this film. Really? Really? Yeah. How come? I can't tell if I'm just charmed by his level of charisma and not yeah. his actual acting. Um, and I don't really know why. So I kind of tried to bring it up as like a potential tr- line of thought. Like, I don't necessarily think that he was bad. I think that he's just such a bombastic character that it can kind of sometimes read as overacting. Okay. Um, I understand that from the point of view of like, um, like the overacting type thing of like that, like Nick Cage always does mm-hmm. where people always say how bad of an actor he is and everything. Yeah. But it's, it's also to me like a taste thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like whether you like that or not. Like I think when Nick Cage does that, it's hilarious. Right. <laughs> um, and I just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, same. and it's like the same with this case where like, I just enjoy that character so much yeah because i feel like him acting that way really makes me see him as tony montana and not as al pacino oh i agree so in that way it is good acting yeah you know yeah yeah that's okay so yeah that makes sense that i mean uh basically that I have been swayed that it is good acting. I kind of just wanted to bounce it off you guys because right I was like, I, I, I don't know. It was, it's weird. I mean, he's in the yeah. first half yeah, of the movie. No, it's much more subtle, and then towards the end, he's just so out of his mind, it, insane. Though. And I'm like, yeah, which makes sense though for the character. It does. Person. Yeah, it does. I think maybe my favorite scene of his acting is after he uh, slaps his sister in the bathroom, and then he's back at his table alone and just clearly fucked up beyond belief. Um, Dude, that whole night is fucked up for him. That show, that's (laughs) probably my favorite scene, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I really love that, that whole, that whole scene of like, Mel Burson is introduced and then he makes another move at Elvira in front of Frank. And then he sees, uh, some random dude, uh, fondling his sister, gets into an altercation with his sister goes back and then almost gets killed um just a wild ass scene and honestly thinking back about it it feels like it was like 40 minutes long um but yeah him just like slumped over and like drunkenly looking around as that weird character is like (laughs) dancing (laughs) the clown guy dude so weird so weird uh and like all these like happy white people and that's the other thing too is like the, the slow pan from the stage, it's like joy, and then you see Tony, and it's like sadness and, and drunkenness, and then you pan across the crowd, and it's all these like happy white people like singing and dancing and clapping, and then you just see these two dudes stone-faced, yeah, and you're like, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, shit's about to go down, and the, that's Act like a tense. super dreadful scene, and I, 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 I love is. that, too. Um, there's also a comedian. Sorry. The, the comedian is there first. It starts with the comedian, and then yeah. in the middle of the 
crowd. Who's like telling on. jokes that I like I don't get. No, <laughs> not like, at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. He's talking about like Ricky Ricardo and I Love Lucy. I'm yeah, like, he's like yeah, making a joke about sure. I think about how long it was on air or something. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Um <laughs> Yeah. That's I just kinda of jumped yeah. all over the place. But I, I like that scene a lot. Um do, do, so can I ask, do you guys prefer first half or second half, or have you even thought about that? First half. I was just about to say I prefer the movie all the way from the beginning up until the end of the Frank conclusion more than the stuff about him being the actual like leader. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Like I didn't I prefer it much more. I didn't I dislike the end. Uh I started to get frustrated with him at yeah. times where I was like, Wow, you are falling into all the classic tropes of the person who comes into power. Yeah. Like every yeah. single one of them you are falling into my uh so like, I was more annoyed with him towards the end, but I still liked it because it kind of made sense as the type of character he was that he would fall into yeah. that. And it's, I mean, it's still fun to watch because he's so charismatic. Um, yeah, for sure. So, did yeah, you? I'm, yeah, I guess favored the first half. Yeah. I, I, I when it started, because, like, obviously, it's weird to see Scarface for the first time now, like, mm-hmm. at this point. It's almost 40 years yeah. old. It's literally everywhere in culture. And, like, as somebody, and I'm speaking for myself, and, and maybe Trev will agree, but, like, I've seen, I've, like, my life has been dedicated to, like, watching movies and, and reading and watching TV and listening to music. And it's, like, Scarface is always being referenced. Um, and so maybe my lowish score is tainted by that fact that i know so much about the film without ever having seen it before um Mm -hmm. but when i started it i i uh was cooking i I watched it the first like 30 minutes while cooking breakfast this morning um because i didn't know it was three hours long and i i was just like oh shit i gotta get to it Uh, so i was (laughs) i was making bacon and cheeses and uh and watching it with my headphones on and it was like the the beginning is so dope like i love it is the archival footage about the whole Cuban immigration crisis in in, yeah. in Miami, which I had no context of. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, I also, I, I really dig this. Like, this is a very Florida movie, um, which is very cool. Florida. You know, like, obviously. Also not shot in Florida. Yeah. It, wait, not shot in Florida, <laughs> shot you said? In L- no, shot in L.A. No shit. That's Because Miami didn't want them to film there because they thought it would uh, hurt tourism. Wow, that's really interesting. It, they did a, like they a, did a good of, job then because it looks, yeah, it yeah, looks it very looks Florida. Yeah, it looks a lot like... I mean, yeah, I guess they Miami and LA of, have similar vibes in a way. Yeah, but apparently there was also a lot of Cuban Americans in Miami at the time that were upset with the depiction of like the immigration that came over, um, like depicting them as criminals and right. everything. That makes sense because in the movie it's like shown that like Castro basically unloaded his prisons and, and sent, just them sent them over. to Miami. <laughs> yeah, um, which is and there's that great little like mini clip too of fidel castro like talking about it yeah um that they have in the beginning yeah i mean didn't they actually do that wanting to be a part of they actually did do that i'm pretty sure right i'm sure they did send over um criminals as well but you you can't say that like no not all of them yeah no 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 i'm saying he definitely mixed in a good number of criminals i'm pretty if i remember i'm sure he did i'm also probably a lot of them just weren't uh into communism and so they were political well yeah their prisoners their their criminals are very different from what our criminals would be so like it could have been 50% of the people. I'm not saying it was. I'm saying, theoretically, it could have been 50% of the people that came were his prisoners. But yeah. if they were over here, maybe, like, 
one to like three percent of them would have been actual criminals <laughs> because yeah. they just were people then, who were not into communism. Yeah. yeah. The, um, and then they were sent to Freedom Town underneath I ninety five. Oh God, that's just awful. Imagine yeah, being horrible. in a fucking prison camp underneath a highway. That would be a nightmare. It's terrible. I I really loved the first like actual scene after all that archival footage goes through and Tony's like in the police station being questioned. Oh, the interrogation, so good, dude, he's dude. so good in that scene. Like I, it was good. so fucking awesome. Um, His responses are great. They're so good. It's yeah. ju- it shows you. S- like so much of who he is yeah yeah you know um i I liked his responses a lot just because they weren't the classic i'm antagonizing this cop because he's a cop answers it was a bit of like no i'm gonna cooperate with what you're what you're asking me but i'm gonna be a little sassy about it because this is yeah a a little little bit sass i gotta be sassy about this like that's who he is and it is kind of dumb what's going on a little bit so it's like but he's not being purposefully confrontational i guess if that makes sense yeah it does no, he's holding back a lot more than he would later in the film right oh for sure you know? <laughs> but like i, later I, I appreciate that, that would it's not, not happen that way yeah, yeah i appreciate because it it's not over the top like i'm like screw you guys i'm gonna like just not do this yeah. even though me saying giving you a straight answer will probably expedite this process and i'll be done faster mm-hmm. yeah he, well, he knows he needs to get his green card, too. He doesn't want to go back to Cuba. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I appreciate, though. I, I just appreciated it a lot. I thought it was a very yeah, well-put-together sure. scene. Yeah. The two things I want to touch on before we jump to something else is great shirt, that red Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. I mean, the, yeah. honestly, there's good shirts throughout this the film. wardrobe. Manolo, shirts are all Manolo has a really, really strong Hawaiian shirt that later in the film, but... Uh, great shirt and then the whole like assassination scene where there's a riot and they're just like screaming libertad like in the camps um so good. fucking awesome i was like damn this movie is dope as shit i was it's like so, so good i was so hyped in the first like 30 minutes because i was just like wow this is yeah. so good like i get it um obviously for me it kind of fell off a bit in the second half because it comes a little bit predictable but yeah that, i mean the early days are just so good like yeah tony talking shit to it's Omar, right? F. Murray Abraham. When they're mm-hmm. like, it's like his first assignment that they get. Yeah, Omar. He's like Uncle. coked out of his fucking mind in the in the car. They're just like both like they're bobbing back and so forth, gone, and like dude. they're so uh, like just zooted out. Uh, shout out to F. Murray Abraham, bro. That guy is the man. <clears throat> He's been in so much stuff, and I was like, I recognize this man, but I can't quite place him. Um, and then also briefly. Hector Salamanca from Breaking Bad is the fucking silent assassin. He's yeah. uh yeah. and that that was cool. Yeah, I was like, cool. "Oh shit, it's Hector." Like ding in the bell. I actually didn't realize that while while watching and and you just saying that. Holy shit. I right? Isn't that wild? I knew it was someone I recognized. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't yeah. place yeah, it. Yeah, cuz he looks super familiar, but I didn't I didn't think about it enough to like look him up. He was or dope. He was That's dope great. and then the skull was dope. The the guy with the sunglasses who who ends up taking Tony's life at the end. Oh yeah. Um Yeah. Who, there's like Abby some good was like here comes fucking Terminator. <laughs> who was that guy? <laughs> yes. Who he's, was he's, he shown he's, earlier he's, in the movie? Yes, yes. And that's what oh. I was about to say. There's like a really cool bit of foreshadowing where so when they first go to Sosa's mansion, it's when right before Sosa gets hung out of the helicopter, which also insane scene. Um, Great scene. You mean Omar? Yeah. Sorry, I said Sosa. Yeah, Omar. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. When Sosa goes to take the, f- they're sitting at that table, the three of them. The mm-hmm. skull, I think, is his name. The guy with the sunglasses is standing in the background, um, just silently standing there, like arms folded in front of his in front of his chest or lap, uh, and standing there. And then huh. Sosa goes and takes the phone call, and then the camera kind of comes in a little bit, and then the, you see the skull positioned directly between Tony mm. and Omar. Uh, so he was like foreshadowed as a menacing character without ever being really talked about until he comes in at the end and is just fucking shit up climbing up ropes with a fucking shotgun and yeah like i did not notice it either trevor yeah <laughs> I, I was just he like yeah notice. who's this terminator dude and what the hell yeah he's All there right, i was I like guess. i was like that dude's he's he's too specific looking to not show up later in the film and I'm, yeah. I'm glad that he did uh, i thought he was goon number six like no man the skull the skull Shout out to Amazon Prime X-Ray, which obviously helps a lot with character yeah. names. But, uh, yeah, he was cool. Um, I do want to mention, too, before we jump away too much from the beginning, um, I really liked the conversation that uh, it's like the first time we see Manny when he's talking to uh, to Tony. And uh, it's about, like, the reason why Manny's also being sent to Freedom Town is uh, because he told him that he worked in sanitation instead of being sent to a sanitarium. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's such a great like conversation between the two of them. Tony's like, what? <laughs> what did you say? He's like, what the fuck? And Manny's just like, you told me sanitation. Yeah. Man. Manny oh, is that's... a handsome motherfucker. Dude, Manny yeah. is the goat. He is so they, dope. They have He's such my favorite a character dynamic. by far. Their dynamic with each other is really good. D- yeah. Ugh. Do y'all understand why tony is so against manny dating his sister like it's like why would you want a stranger to be that person like it should be a a person you know and you trust and you know will take care of her like it's perfect and it's so devastating what ends up happening in that storyline um i i will say i kind of get it in a sense of um he knows manny and yeah. like we see multiple times him and Manny like trying to hit on Manny women. Manny being sleazy. Yeah, yeah, Manny being sleazy. So he knows he doesn't I don't think he ever at least we don't see Manny ever be serious about a relationship. And he wants someone that is going to be with and take care of his little sister forever. Yeah. And realistically, yeah. he's so deluded that there probably would never be a person that could do that. Right. There wouldn't be. Um which we kind of get a little hint of that being the reality at the end. Yeah. When yeah. the when the sister comes in and has that very, very strange scene that kind of comes out of left field in my mind. I was like, what the? F-? Oh, you thought I I thought it was a pretty good build up to that because it, that it pretty was much wild. just like you were saying. It was wild, like, but like like the audience can tell there's no one that's gonna be okay for his sister. Oh, yeah. for so sure. Clearly, he's got some sort of fucked up like shit going on yeah. in his head. Oh, absolutely. It's just it still was a wild scene in my mind of just her coming in half naked, like just fuck me. And I'm like, what the what the hell is happening th- right now? And then then when she started shooting at him, I was like, okay, yeah. No, this makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Suddenly, I was like, is yeah. this movie about to take a really weird turn? <laughs> no. Yeah, I feel like it's a really good conclusion of their storyline. Me too. But I do, like, I do get his mindset a little bit for great. the for not wanting Manny to talk to her, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Like he he, the reason he doesn't is because he knows Manny so well. I guess. 
Well, it's also because he didn't want and he's deluding anybody in his world, right? That he didn't too, want for anybody. Sure. She, he didn't want her in the world at all, even though like he was like supplying her with money and shit. Yeah. Like, Which and beauty school. I guess in his mind is yeah, just you're getting... like egging her on to be a part of your like you're adding her to your life, and your life is surrounded by criminals. Like, what do you? <laughs> yeah, I get the last yeah the last thirty minutes is so devastating. I think for every part except Tony, like. I didn't really care that he died, you know. I I was devastated for me. He went out like a champ. I was devastated for his sister, Shh, fucking Ernie, the pig man. I was that sucked. Dude. They're just getting gutted, you know. Like, uh, rip Ernie, dude. Maybe yeah. that's no one maybe that's part Ernie. of the thing about about maybe not hitting a higher score for me is like I didn't really care about Tony at the end. I cared about all his associates more. Um, but I feel like that's also like kind of part of the it. sign of a of a great yeah, cast. True, you know? the cast is phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Uh, jumping back, no, it was, it was. <laughs> no, sorry, go ahead, sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, please. I don't even remember how we got to this topic. There was something else, but no. Anyways, I was asking go. about um, why he was against Manny and his sister. Yeah, uh, that. Which I, answered, I, I guess. speaking <laughs> of Manny, and then I'll take a back seat for a bit. Uh, the scene, the first scene where they go to get the coke um, yes, from the from the Colombians, man, that is such a good fucking scene. Like, and it now kind of reminds me. I feel like the filmmaking isn't as specific or and or unique in the second half. Like, there were some some moments, um, you know, like using the TV to cover the chainsaw, cutting from. The chainsaw revving up to like pure uh, diegetic sound outside to go see Manny like flirting yeah. with the girl, and then cutting back into the chainsaw, and then cutting back out, and like not crossfading any audio. It was like very jarring, and I was like, "Oh, are we flipping forward in time? No, we're not. We're just, uh, I guess, indicating how aloof Manny is to what's happening inside." Yeah, I, but that scene they were is so waiting cool. for their 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, for they sure. Did. And yep. that's the thing, too. You said 15 minutes come up. I think it, it made me feel like it's been like 30 or 40 and Manny just has no idea what's yeah. happening. But then he's like, you know, they're, they're checking the time, obviously. Um, I do have a couple of things to say about that scene, though, yeah. um, from, from trivia, because I was starting to spoil it before podcast and will got mad at me um so the the girl that plays um there is sorry the actress that plays the girl that um is flirting with manny in the car waiting outside at the chainsaw scene yeah um in the blue bikini she apparently uh was very distressed on set uh not from that scene from a very from the like the violent nature of the one of the scenes that they were filming it might have been the chainsaw scene it didn't say in the trivia but um and then she left the set, and then from there on, she's, like, been missing. Like, she was never found. She w- There was an episode of, like, um, some sort of, like, uh, cold cases show. So I forget which one it was. What but the fuck? There was an episode about her. Yeah, she's never been found. Apparently, before she left set, when she was distressed, she was talking about um, some type of, like, uh, money laundering in her family and people being out to try to kill her. What? So, like, that's really fucking crazy, isn't it? That's what wild. I'm so yeah, glad I threw a fit about you telling me about that before the podcast. That's yeah, so that dope. Been, that was the one I was about to read, too. Wow. That's wild. Isn't that really crazy? That's um, bizarre. Oh, my that's God. That's really insane. But, 
Yeah, so we basically see the last of her in the movie, which is really a weird thing. That's it's very fucked strange. up. That's um, really fucked up. Also, about the chainsaw scene, um, there's one cut that, or there's there's like one shot, I guess, that was cut out of the final product, and it was like of an actual limb being cut off, so they took that out. Yeah, I saw... <laughs> um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, what were you going to say? What I saw talking? that they got an x rating for this film twice even yeah. so it was originally given an x he recut it to remove some stuff and they still gave it an x uh so I, I mean that makes sense that they had to cut some shit out because i was surprised they didn't show any limbs being cut um i think but, nowadays that was like this movie might have like, hit pg-13 honest to god <laughs> like no there's too many fucks in it Travis. yeah i guess yeah um, you're right and sorry tits. and there's nudity in it there's tits in it um but you get what the, i mean though about that piece though of what you're saying will um the cut that we watched is actually the original cut it's the first cut no way so so what happened was did that i watch the right it got thing? an x rating you did it got an x rating on the first cut it got an X rating on the second cut. It got an X rating on the third cut. And then they went to a special council where they voted like 18 to 2 or whatever um, at the ratings board. And they in, voted in favor of being rated R. And um, De Palma argued in the favor of if this is okay, then the first cut should have been fine and should be rated R. They said no. He ended up releasing anyway the original cut that he made, the first cut that he showed the board. So the theatrical version of the movie is the one that was rated X. No rated way. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking wild. Awesome. How was he able to yeah, get that past the studios and the MPAA? I, well, he didn't need to get it past the studio. He needed to get past MPAA. <laughs> that is so dope. Damn. Apparently, the reason, one of the reasons why they said they wanted it rated X was the clown got shot too many times which is so what? dumb he like it's i don't so even remember stupid. that's why he, he was didn't like, even have a real face about? it was just a mask right and he had a fucking bodysuit on like who gives a shit about I this think guy that's baller as fuck about DePaul. yeah that's dude. amazing <laughs> also uh yeah. is this our first repeat i know it's not because of hitchcock our second repeat no, hitchcock right off the bat second repeat, second homie. repeat director though shout out to kirk and uh yeah what the fuck was it called jesus i already forgot blowout, blowout yeah um, shout out to De Palma, dude. De Palma's got some cool movies. Um, De Palma's great, but the the chainsaw scene. I want to talk about that a little more. Dude, it's fucking brutal. It was brutal, but I really don't think that chainsaw would have been covered up by turning up the TV. I really don't think that yeah. would have worked. Chainsaws are loud. <laughs> well, I think that I think it masked it enough from a second story building with someone not trying to listen in. Like, because when they did walk further towards, like, when they actually finally got out of the car, they could, I mean, they, there was noise. At least the audience could hear the noise, so I assume they could. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they started uh, actually fucking trying to go help Tony. <laughs> finally getting <laughs> out of the car. The car which... maybe, ma- from the car, maybe, because, like, you're, in, you're still in Miami Beach and, like, there's a lot of noise. Yeah, but the people, there were so many people downstairs. Would you not be concerned? Like, suddenly it's like... I hear a chainsaw. Does anyone else hear a chainsaw coming from upstairs? I thought they were going to do an indicate. Well, I say I thought it was going to happen. Even It's been so long since I saw the movie. But I was like, maybe they'll have the indication of like, you could see the blood on the window from the outside. Yeah. So like, I also actually keep, no, I thought the same thing. Like the, they keep cutting to the POV of like him looking up. Uh, like they shoot from his face and then to the um, the actual window. 
So, like, you could see the blood on the window. I'm like, Manny, come on, Manny. Stop hitting on the chick and get out of there. Go, help. <laughs> nope, yeah. doesn't happen. Oh. An other guy. I don't remember what the other guy's name was. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. But And then Angel is the one that got cut up. Yeah, Angel died. Rip. Poor Angel. Never got to see any more of him. Yeah, yeah, no. He says he's his brother. He wasn't his brother. He's just his friend. <laughs> the shootout was uh, pretty good. The Yeah, it was great, I thought. The suppressed... The, the suppressed Mac-10 and all that fun stuff. That was pretty cool. So they're, they're Mac-10s, not Uzis? Uh, they're, yeah, they're, the Mac, it was also a Mac-10 in the shootout in the club with the clown dude. Uh, nice. There are Uzis in the film. It's just not in those scenes. The Uzis are... So the only difference that I know between those two guns from Call of Duty is that the Mac-10 is smaller than the Uzi. Thoughts? Yes, that is true. Mac-10 is a... Okay, sm- facts. Uh, dude, Call of Duty is the GOAT, dude. It teaches me about guns. All I know Mac-10. about guns is from video games. <laughs> Yeah. Mac 10 is definitely like a shorter package and it's square. It's very like factory friendly, I guess. And isn't a, a Mac 10 it. just like an it's like a augmented pistol essentially? Uh you can look at it that way. It is built from the ground up to be a fully automatic. Okay. So, so it's not like a like, Glock 18 that they can they can just make semi-automatic. No, a Glock 18 that would be made into a fully like a Glock turned automatic is going to be way more reliable than a Mac 10, quite honestly. Mac Damn. 10s are not that reliable. <laughs> you can buy them fully auto legally in the United States. No shit. Right on. As a, that's a good as that's a, a good stocking stuffer out there for you guys for Christmas. <laughs> uh, it's rare for them to come up in for sale because they have to be pre-ban. I think we talked a little bit about pre-ban weapons. We did talk about pre-ban <laughs> uh, in Fargo. But um, yeah. one of my favorite YouTubers that does gun stuff, Demolition Ranch, got uh, Oh, it's not FPS Russia. No, well, first of all, FPS Russia—that's a whole he thing. Went, he went to jail for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. Uh, he was a suspect in a murder case. Holy shit! I didn't know that. Uh, all the I know is his dope video of him shooting the AA-12s. The he guy wielded AA-12s. Yeah, he did. The guy that he got all the automatic weapons through uh, was shot to death. And that doesn't sound uh, good. I think this is it. And oh, Craig left. Oh, Craig died. For those Fucking rip nobody knows Craig. about Craig stuff. For you guys that don't know Craig, he records our recordings in Discord just in case my PC crashes again. Or mine. Or Will's my hard drive is up. full. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta see if I can restart him. What happened, Craig? What a little um bomb. But yeah, well, he's gone, Trevor. He's gone. Okay, well he's I guess hopefully cause. this recording doesn't screw up. So. We'll be fine. But well, um, yeah, at the very least, Trevor, your IMFDB sponsorship is still holding strong. You had a lot of good knowledge. Hey, there. I know Mac Tens on my own, just oh, yeah. outside of it. Mac Tens, that's Trave. I would you like guys one, know, but Mac Ten no, the rapper. Anyways, guns, I don't. No. I have no idea. But speaking of guns, um, oh, he's back. Craig's, Craig's back. back. No, oh, he's Craig's gone. gone. Oh, Craig's he's back. back. <laughs> Damn. That's good podcasting. Yeah, that is good <laughs> podcasting. Trevor, uh, speaking of guns, though, apparently in the in the scene at the end where Al Pacino is shooting his uh, his assault rifle, M sixteen, his M four, M sixteen, or whatever. Cult. Yeah, it's actually an AR fifteen. Whatever it is, um, <laughs> he was holding the barrel and he like severely burned his hand <laughs> um, because oh. he was holding it wrong. 
Um, even though there were like blanks in it and stuff, it still like fucked him up. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw it out. That's it out pretty great, because, actually. Why would he grab the Because he held barrel? the gun wrong. Can you imagine, Trevor? Why would you grab the barrel? The, the whole, like, you literally, the grenade launcher dude, is a grip as is, well. Like, what? Say oh. hello to my little friend. And then you just fucking go. Shout out to the noob tube. Yeah, that dude. is a g- Dude, yeah. noob tube is hardcore. Big noob tube guy. Oh. It is, I, do, I do love a little grenade launcher. You can buy those as well. Uh, you just can't buy the shells for them. So you, you can, can buy the launcher. You just can't. You can't. Add, yeah. Oh, flare. Okay. Or like smoke rounds. You can even buy. You know those big uh, six shooter ones that you see. Yeah. Like in video games and stuff, where it's yeah, like yeah. you like punch it and it rotates like a revolver. Yeah, you can buy those. That's wild. <laughs> I think you might have to have a permit for those. I don't remember. It's been a while since I looked into buying one. I would hope but... so. <laughs> It's, what do you mean? So hope so. Fucking Joe Schmo just walks off the fucking street and gets a goddamn noob tube revolver. That's that's fucked. Well, the shells itself is the dangerous part. Um, yeah, I know, but I mean, if he's going to buy that, you would assume that he would have some kind of intent to get the shells. You know. No, man. You just stick a potato in it. Hell yeah, yeah potato gun. Potato with a small explosive charge at the back end of it. It'd be fine. It's um, fine. what did you guys <laughs> think about uh Frank? Frank. Now, d- just to make sure, this is his yeah. boss at the beginning. His, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the, okay. Like, just making the, sure. The like, Jewish dude. He, I, I only half agree with uh, Tony's statement about Frank of him being soft. Yeah, um, I think Frank is playing smart, but I think he well, he's is staying small, playing you know, small staying- and safe. Yeah, like for sure. He could definitely play it smart but still be like getting bigger and like trying harder. You know, and like trying to push forward but and still play it safe. So I think he screwed up and that's so I only half agree with Tony's statement of him being soft. I think he could have yeah. done better but still been smart about it, I guess. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I was I don't really have strong feelings about Frank. He, I like the first scene they have with him uh, after he, after the chainsaw Weird. scene, essentially. Um, they go to dinner and like, he's like very drunk, it seems like. And then all of a sudden, like Tony gets at the dance with Elvira and then he's talking to Omar. Like, what do you think of him? You know, they're like, they have a very sober conversation. Um He's uh he's an interesting character. I have questions about Elvira, uh, which aren't super relevant to this, but it just makes me like I, I'm oh, yeah, more talk I'm more Elvira drawn too. to Elvira than I am to Frank. I think that he's he's interesting, but at the end of the day we kind of do get the feeling or he is kind of painted as like a small fry essentially you know like yeah. when when you go to to sosa's uh, when you go to he's in is he in bolivia i think so somewhere he's, not he's somewhere in latin america when, when you go to sosa's yeah, yeah, mansion um it's like oh jesus like this is what an actual drug lord is like not frank yeah. with his little well he's a manufacturer right so like he's yeah. got like he's yeah. got like the plantation or whatever you'd call yeah it. um Frank is cool. I mean, I think he, any 
legitimate claim he has to being not soft is completely wiped away by the fact that he literally grovels for his life. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's his, seen. the guy with him doesn't stand up for him. Who, like, Mel? <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, what's the other guy's name? We Eddie? were just talking about how he died. Ernie. Uh, Ernie. Ernie. Well, I don't even know what Ernie's role is pre well ernie is supposed to be muscle like all the other guys are right, right but i mean what's he supposed to do he's got the little dude with a, well, he's with not a doing Mac anything 10 he's got tony with a pistol and and mano manolo manny with a pistol or a smg you know like what's what the fuck's ernie gonna I think do? he had a revolver in that scene yeah yeah he had a, just a pistol yeah. either way ernie is whatever i think that a it was hilarious well, when Ernie's he like great. looks at mel and he's like Mel, what are you gonna do? And Mel's like, "This is your fucking bed, dude. You're like, you made this shit. I'm just here. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna go to whoever's the most powerful man. Um, Basically, and then you and then get shot right in the stomach, point, which is hilarious. Mel was doing his rounds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, like he's just going to everybody. So there's no protection. Like he was trying to guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> I that scene was dope. Um, I, but yeah, I think if we're talking specifically about Frank, I mean, he's yeah pathetic um he is he's pathetic he's literally kisses tony's feet and then gets shot in the head you know like (laughs) like the fuck frank he's a fucking bum uh grand scheme you know yeah for sure mel drank milk at a club what the fuck i (laughs) i was like is that a white russian he just has like a tall boy that's milk straight milk i was so thrown off by that i was like what is this fucking guy doing I have to assume it's because he was. Was did we ever find out if he actually was a cop or not? He's a cop. Okay, because it does like there's that little conversation where they say that he. How do I know you're a cop? like? Are you even a cop? Yeah. Or whatever. And regardless, playing the role of, of a cop, his shirt's tucked in. I get well. <laughs> that's still cop. he's playing and a and part. And his pants are pulled up too high. And he's drinking milk like, in the make, club. Exactly. The the milk is a non-alcoholic thing. Yeah. So therefore it kind of pushes that I'm a cop on duty. I can't be drinking alcohol. Yeah. Even if I am a crooked cop. I don't know if would he be on duty at that point? Hopefully he's not. <laughs> like negotiating with a I mean, fucking criminal. Yeah. It would make sense if he was on duty in a sense because he's in there this and it's like job. why were you in this club? It's uh and he's like, "Oh, I was you know, there's the theories about this guy or whatever. I'm kind of looking into him, and it's part of his detective or whatever thing. When Mel asks Tony, do you remember me, when did we see Mel before that? I don't think we do. I think it's just okay. implying that they've met through Sosa before. Yeah, I don't or think not we Sosa, do Frank either. before. Because before the conversation starts, I was like, oh, is this one of the cops from like the very first scene where they're interrogating Tony before coming to America? But they don't show their faces, right? And that's They do. They show the the head detective that's like questioning him. They show his face, and most they of it is shot grunt cops as well. Yeah, most of it is shot from from, from Tony's, Tony's eye level. But there are there yeah. are s- brief shots where the cops are talking to each other, and we see their faces. Yeah, all I can think of are the cop arms. Yeah, <laughs> with just looking at Tony. Yeah. Um. So I think it's I think that scene is more implying that they've met, and or it gives us a reason for Tony to say what this guy's job is as yeah. head of like the um the drug investigation thing mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. 
It's like yeah. it, it's it's our reason for exposition, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. So, any lingering thoughts on Frank? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that that uh, I liked Frank. Um, I thought he was a, he was a pussy, uh, but you know he was still like uh, the actor did a good job. Like I, I I enjoyed the scenes with Frank. I liked how jovial he was. You know, yeah. he was always like laughing at his own jokes. Um, <laughs> and it's like this is just classic Frank. Yeah. You know, you don't really take him seriously, and he's kind of a bitch. But like, you know, Frank's Frank. It's it's yeah. kind of it's not as like disturbing and menacing as the rest of the drug world it's just like frank yeah it's just classic he's a small fry small time yeah 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 he's just he's just doing his own thing small potatoes his nice little mansion in miami sweet he's got his his beautiful wife you know he just he's got a couple of of muscle and that's it so were they married by the way did we ever find out for sure if him if frank and um Elvira. We don't know if they were married or not. Elvira were actually ever married or not? I assumed they weren't married. I assumed they were, she was just, like, dating him too. or, like, around him. His current thing. Just, like, I feel thing. like her actually marrying Tony was, like, kind of, like, a thing outside of the box in that world. Yeah. From how I yeah. saw it. Yeah. Okay, so okay. Let's, let's, that's but, a good segue for us to get into Elvira. I I do not buy their relationship. I do not buy Elvira. As a no. legitimate character, um, I did. I have. A, I have a lot of problems with Elvira. I don't think okay, she's yeah. a good character, and I'm curious to hear what you two think. I can see that from the point of like she doesn't bring a whole lot to the table. She's kind of just always in a bad mood and like not really saying a whole lot. She's more just like a presence that's in the room. Um, but I think that she still has some good interactions with tony like the scene where she is being picked up by tony when he's still just like one of frank's dudes um, that's the only good scene like, they have frank is when he wears away. her hat yeah. which apparently that, that was a great was an ad lib scene it uh he accidentally like found her hat or whatever and the car sat on it or something like that and put it on his head and that like surprised her and so like in reality michelle pfeiffer laughed and but she stayed in character. That's amazing. And like um, continued with the scene, and he continued with the scene. See, um, so they they ad libbed it. That they had done that for all of it. That would have been great because that was like the only time I felt like they actually had chemistry. <laughs> another which sucks. Yeah, because they did. They had legitimate chemistry. Before, before I forget about ad libs, um, apparently when in the chainsaw scene when Al Pacino calls the cocaine yayo. He uh, ad-libbed that. Um, he had just heard that uh, slang term while he was studying for the role. and uh, But uh, Brian De Palma went with it because they, they loved it. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. There. That's cool. <laughs> um, it's a great slang term for it. It is. Yeah, I just... I don't... Like, in the entire context of the film, right? We've seen the whole movie. How can anyone buy her marrying him the only time i guess never show affection the only time she's joyful with him is the scene when he puts her hat on and she smiles yeah the only time and that's like well before he really starts making actual advances at her and i think he was making actual advances. well he actually makes an advance you're right sorry yeah he totally forces himself on her yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um and then he's like Ah, don't worry about it. Look at me. I'm a goofy with my hat on. He After I just joke, tried to yeah. fucking 
essentially molest you. Um, I it's I don't I don't understand I don't I don't get her I don't get her character. She just she's no. just miserable uh, and she's addicted to cocaine. <laughs> she is like, a she is a cocaine she is a hundred percent addicted and Tony I guess is the safest hookup because he's at the top so she well, can get all she her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, but he's. He's the killer, I guess. It's better to be with the killer than the killy, in a way. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I don't know. She's... I I agree with Will. I don't buy most of their relationship. She seems like yeah. she hates him the whole time. The entire time. I was time. expecting... Like, I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, she doesn't really like him. But maybe she's just doing that to try and get him to stop because he's just another, like, the revolving door of, like, runners or grunts or whatever that her boyfriend has i'm sure she's had this happen before and then when we had the laugh yeah in the car i was like this is it this is the turnaround this is gonna be like they're gonna start falling in love and having an actual great chemistry like a great chemistry and romance and everything's actually gonna start happening and then it didn't yeah (laughs) didn't at all all that happened was he came and had this really awkward conversation where he asked her to marry him yeah and then showed up later and was like uh you should pack your your boyfriend (laughs) you should i killed your boyfriend you should pack your stuff coming with me we're coming with me yeah and then at that point it almost feels like she's a hostage yeah they do allude to um like off screen her liking him when he's like when they have their big fight in the restaurant uh when he's like completely fucking like drunk and high yeah. and shit yeah um and, and so he she says though. that when she leaves he's he says to manny i think um don't worry when she has a quaalude in the morning she'll love me again yeah it's like all right well does she really love you or is she just getting fucking high and that's the thing like i <laughs> i can't even say that that's definitely but they allude to the relationship yeah but is they it just is that just tony bravado it's not a relationship it could be tony Prav- i mean yeah bravado for sure it's i so would weird. like i feel like it would have had more impact that scene just felt awkward to me yeah same. what the Instead, restaurant like, scene yeah the restaurant scene like i get it's supposed to feel it was a, a it was a crazy scene because you know any anyone yelling in a public place like a restaurant is always a very awkward thing for everyone involved yeah uh, except yeah. for maybe the person yelling because they're deluded or out of their mind. It kind of <laughs> reminds me of like a, and it's always sunny scene where like they're yelling at each other in a restaurant. And the waiter keeps coming over to like tell them to quiet down and they're just, they just yell at the waiter back. <laughs> like Basically that, act like they're better than everyone else. I feel like that scene would have had such a more impact if they had shown any other happiness in their relationship. Right. Other than... The hat scene, which was improv, and I guess the wedding day, the but wedding day then, was kind of happy, but even then it was you just, d- she who's didn't not going to smile on their all. wedding day? You yeah. know? And like, apparently they didn't even kiss. It was like a simulated kiss, like Hollywood style. It was so, <laughs> the just the vibe was so weird so, between the two of them, man. And I, he has a tiger though. That shit was wild. So Can we talk about the the, the inspiration is the that Tiger guy King? from Tiger King? Yeah, the the dude that's like barely mentioned to Tiger King, the drug lord guy in Miami who's like has like a compound with tigers, and he's like <laughs> it's just like Scarface that's Tony was, Montana. Yeah, he said they they based that movie off of me, and it's like, I mean, looking at him and looking at his compound, I'm like, I can see it. I can. See Speaking it. of what this movie was based on, though, there is a 
um, original Scarface from 1932 that it is loosely based on. It's because the original Scarface is also about a uh, an immigrant that comes over to America that becomes like a gangster drug lord, but it is uh, apparently very different. I think the original Scarface takes place in Chicago, uh, directed by Howard Hawks. Oh shit! Uh, I haven't seen it, but I really want to see. Wasn't it this movie point. dedicated to Howard Hawks and some like it was like dedicated? Ben to oh, so that like makes that? sense then. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah, it was dedicated to to him for you know giving the jumping off point apparently um i think it was uh, de palma that yeah it had to have been de palma that uh watched the original scarface like on tv randomly mm-hmm. and like gave him the inspiration to like when he watched it he was like oh this can easily be made into a modern movie and adapted to a modern cinema yeah. and that's how he came up with like the idea basically and then oliver stone ran with it with his cocaine addiction that's tight <laughs> So much Very cocaine, cool. bro. Him blowing so, like the full pile of cocaine at the end. I was just like, this is making me so anxious. <laughs> like, how does dude, he not have an overdose, bro? How does he not die? How's his he heart not explode? He probably would have. Re- realistically, he probably would have if he wasn't shot a so thousand times. So much cocaine. So I do have to say, I have seen the ending scene of this movie before. In um, one of the YouTube channels I follow had like a like. A, a, like a doctor or like a like an ER person like break down injuries mm. and stuff. Nice. And I'd been watching some of them, and he did a Scarface one where he did the end scene, and he's like, "How realistic would it be for him to have been shot that many times? He and got still going destroyed." And I'm pretty sure he said that he would have died, even with all the coke. Probably about halfway through that, whenever he was peppered with all the machine guns yeah. earlier on, yeah. and then still was going. And he's just screaming, I mean, like, I eat your bullets. I eat your bullets. It's okay. a crazy scene, but it is fucking awesome. It's so like, good. It's no, wild. it's absolutely It's such amazing. a crazy cool scene. It's wild. And then, and then the pan up on the fucking statue with the world is yours on yeah. it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's just fucking good. Dude. No, that's phenomenal. It's good pulpy cinema. Yeah. And it's what we're here for. I was, honestly. I was pretty. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle, I cut you off. No, go for it. Go for I it. I was pretty thrown that it just ended right there with him, like, falling into the fucking fountain. And then yeah. it's just like a, a slow ending. zoom out as they all you know swarm throughout the throughout the mansion and then it's just yeah. like boom yeah. like dedicated to howard hawks and benjamin hecht and, and, and credits the thing roll. is that the story's over yeah, yeah there's not really anyone else Tony's, to look Tony's at the, dead. Only, the only living person that he is knows his is his mom <laughs> and she only really existed to be a like a catalyst a, a wall or, or a catalyst or something between him and his little sister mm-hmm. yeah like that's the only reason his mom, his mom really existed in this movie like mm. And I, I will say I was legitimately surprised when his mom and sister showed up because he says at the beginning how he has no family. Yeah. Well, I think that's a part of his cover story because like. They, oh, absolutely. Like we even like we were talking about before. He talks to Manny about cover stories. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but did you guys have any like final thoughts or scenes you wanted to talk about any characters or anything before we uh, wrap it up? I do want to talk a little bit about the um, the bombing. Oh, fuck yeah, happen. dude. I did too. That was my, my oh, last yeah. one. Yeah, I yeah can't, go for it. Yeah, I can't not talk about yeah, go that for because it. it shows – it does show a, a human side to Tony Montoya. You know, Montana. He will not 
Montana. I'm so. Why do I say Montoya? Inigo that's, Montoya. That's gotta be something I've. Princess Bride. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's probably. That's <laughs> definitely what I'm. Uh, but it does show like a, a nice human side where he's not this awful monster. gangster. Yeah. Monster murderer. Yeah. He he doesn't like he won't kill the wife and kids. He he just won't do it. And. Yeah, he's coked out of his mind whenever he says he won't do it, mm-hmm. but, but he still doesn't do it. And I did appreciate that. Uh, I really thought he was going to go through with it. Me too. Like, I I really thought that he was just going to do it. And then because he did it, it was going to eat him from the inside out and cause because I'd seen the end scene of this film, unfortunately, yeah. before I watched it. Which, I mean, it's hard not to have seen the end scene of this film, I guess. It's completely, yeah. I've uh, never seen the full thing, but, like, anyone who hasn't seen the Say Hello to My Little Friend, like, noob tube, and then walk out on top of the balcony and start spraying the, M- the M16, which I-, I guess is an AR-15. In his- yeah, I mean, yeah, that's everywhere. Absolutely, yeah. So it's impossible not to know how this movie ends at this point in time in history. Yeah. I guess you can. I guess you can. Feel, I, I guess some people have been maybe living under a rock and don't know. Even, but, but like, it's almost impossible. Yeah, I think it's impossible not to know. But I really thought he was going to go through with the 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 bombing and was just going to somehow have that eat him alive. But it makes sense that he doesn't, and then he couldn't do it. Sosa sends the people after him, which makes sense, but. I really thought he was going to do it, and I kind of appreciated that he didn't. Yeah, me too. That scene was tense. Excuse me, was very tense. Um, it mm-hmm. it absolutely felt like once I think he, I think his character name is the Shadow. Uh, it's the guy who plays um, Hector Salamanca in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, once Hector, once he, once the Shadow is like, no, it's going to happen. Uh, Sosa said it's happening, so it's happening. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he's about to do this. And, yeah, I had the same thing. Like, he's going to spiral out of control uh, because of this. Because clearly he's conflicted about it. But, end of the day, you know, it's it didn't seem too outside the realm of possibility f- in terms of being an act that he would commit. Uh, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's a terrible person, realistically. You know, like... Sure, he has yeah, morals, he's absolutely but like, an awful person. he's a fucking asshole. And, you know, it's like, well, shit, this is like that next step in terms of being terrible. But yeah, I mean, that's a very good scene when he's just like screaming essentially at the shadow and then just shoots him in the yeah. fucking head. Because he, they get he's like talking shit about right, him. They yeah. get very close. I mean, they're at the UN. Yeah. And then it's okay. Uh, but yeah, very tense. It gets right to the point, right? Like where he's about to flip the second switch. Yeah, yeah. He turns the key, yeah. the kill switch, whatever the fuck. Also, I thought it was cool, and this is the last thought that I have. Uh, in that, right after that scene, when when Tony talks on the phone to Sosa, Sosa is like absolutely distraught on that phone call. He's like close to crying about how, yeah, well, how His whole fucked empire up is going to come crumbling down around right. him. Right, because like they're on to me, yada yada, you fucked up, um, etc. And then you know Tony's just like neck deep in fucking cocaine. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah, it's a crazy, it's a crazy movie, man. I mean, definitely, I, I, I can't imagine <laughs> anybody besides me and Trevor having not seen this film at this point. But like, it's definitely super fun to watch. Uh, Abby hadn't seen it. You know, your mileage may vary. Um, it's long. Definitely block long. out some fucking time for it. You know, cook some breakfast while you're watching it. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. But. Yeah, it was great, Kyle. I'm, 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 I do want to mention, please. too, uh, before we go, um, it, because we forgot to talk about it in the chainsaw scene, at the very end of that scene, how fucking badass it is where Tony goes out into the street after he's already yeah. been fucked up and then shoots the guy in front of the entire public. Just a whole ton of old beach? white people. <laughs> he just he just walks up to it and he's like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> he just fucking shoots him in the face. Yeah, and then fucking gets away. They fucking yeet out of there, and they're a sick fucking convertible. And the thing is, like, that's a, insane. It's not a sick convertible. That shit is beat to fuck. And B, he doesn't mm-hmm. even yeet out. He like makes a three point turn <laughs> to let yeah. to let. Well, Manny he's got to turn around. Yeah, he's got to turn around. I they was get Manny, who's been shot in the car, and got to get out of there. But. I was low key disappointed that he didn't drive over the dead body. I thought that that was gonna happen. Uh just like yeah. you get a, like a quick thump well, over him. I guess, but there's probably an actual actor they had laying in the street, so yeah. they probably didn't want to. Fair point. Fair they point. probably didn't have time to get like a body double to bump yeah. over. Yeah, like, wild, like a fake double. Wow, that he just like strolled out and shot that man in front yeah. of like fifty onlookers and didn't get caught. Was expect. Honestly, I was expecting that to become dude, a point so of contention badass. later in the movie. No, dude. Yeah. It's like, just such a badass point. In the and movie. It, it is a badass point. It but I only just, comes oh, up. He just killed his friend Angel. Yeah. It only comes up because Frank essentially rats on him to Mel. That's the only point. That's the only reason it's it gets brought up later. Because yeah. it's like Mel's part of Mel's but leverage. But like all those people, all those people saw him. How was he never brought in? To or- me... Like the way I the way I made it logical is that it is a bunch of old white people seeing a Cuban immigrant murder you know someone what? in the street. There was Cubans there, wasn't they? There? Don't they don't know a Cuban from another Cuban? You know, like that's. But also, yeah. that's obviously within the lens of like the insane racial, uh, you know, reckoning we've had this year. So I'm I'm probably hypersensitive to that. But I mean. That's Back how I. That's how I made it. Logical. Cubans were first coming over. I could see it being a thing back when, like now, like now, or even a couple of years ago. People in Miami would definitely be able to tell a Cuban from another Cuban, no matter who you are. Yeah, that makes because sense. Because it's such a melting pot down there of everybody. Right. Like you can't not be able to tell people apart. Yeah, but we'll also say that Cubans look like all sorts of different types of people. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> like Cubans are not like anything specific. I feel like they're not super anything specific. There's like they're not yeah. wild variation. Like yeah. I, mean, I mean, in any like realistically, like I mean, one of my best no matter who you're, Ked what? is Cuban, and he looks like just Ked's another Cuban? white dude. Yeah, Ked's he's fifty percent Cuban. His dad's full Cuban. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Point Did proven, I know that? Man. I might have known that. <laughs> he's just like another white guy, yeah. but he's Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, I mean, that goes yeah. a little bit away to explaining why Al Pacino, an Italian American, is playing a Cuban. Uh, I mean, beyond yeah. the obvious, like Hollywood I whitewashing. I guess, yeah. It, it, I mean, that's what it was in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> also, with Al Pacino just being like a fucking star back then. Yeah. 
It's so. They wild, probably looked you know? at him and said, "You have slightly dark skin. You're in. Let's right. go." And it's Good like, go. "Oh, okay, that's not great, but whatever." I mean, that's probably true. He had darker skin and dark hair. So yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, I did. It was a good know, time. It's it's a really a really fun time. Um, did you want to read any more of your fact sheet stuff off? Because I like my the, well, the I don't line. I don't even have anything up anymore. Uh, I can't think of any more facts off the top of my head because I there was the gun one, one that was third. cool. What gun one? The fact that they ta- they had a timer in all the prop guns to make the flashes oh, go right. off in time with the shutter of the camera. Yeah. So yeah, yes. Instead of doing any sort of like VFX stuff, they they had that cool little system set up, which is pretty sick, honestly. <laughs> which is why there's so um, many muzzle flashes in this because it's all timed. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Um, that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to you guys' next stuff. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, um, do we want to say like about the change that we're doing? Yeah, I think not? we should. Well, I, I was going to mention it. Concrete. No, Are we it's do concrete. It? We're yeah. doing it, dude. We're decided right now. Okay, right on. So we decided that we're going to switch up the order just this once. Well, I mean, it might happen again in the future, but who knows? Because uh, my next thing I'm bringing is, I'm not going to say what, but it's a Christmas movie. And if we didn't switch up the order between me and Will. Uh, wouldn't make it. Wouldn't it make, wouldn't make it in time for Christmas. Yeah. It's not, it's so, not Die Hard. Like holidays. It's not he die doesn't hard. like Christmas movies. What did you it's just not say? Die hard. We've all seen Die Hard. I said, I said a really mean thing. I shouldn't have you said You said I hate holidays? <laughs> I said you don't like Christmas movies. Literally, the furthest thing from the truth, Christmas is my favorite holiday. So any listeners, please uh, get on Twitter and hashtag cancel Jacob. Um, yeah, hashtag yeah, cancel go. me. I, also, I do want to say that um, we definitely couldn't show Die Hard because I fucking love Die Hard. Yeah, we've too. all seen Die Hard. We love yeah. Die Hard. <laughs> and it's one of the greatest one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. Amen. Die Hard 2 is also amazing. Maybe Die one day. Is also fucking Die, Die Hard 2 is great as well. But once we like maybe run out of stuff to show, we'll just start doing stuff we like. All three of us can, can show it. All that. three of us no. can show it to Riz. That's what we'll do. Because she refuses to watch it with she me. She doesn't see Die Hard. What? What? It's Christmas. It's a perfect time to watch it. She it's won't do it. I've been trying. I've been trying to get her to watch made. it for three years, and she refuses. Now will be the year, dude. You just gotta sit her down. Be like, oh yeah, we're gonna, we're you're gonna play Persona, and then turn on Die Hard. <laughs> <Lock the door. laughs> it's playing Green Bench is doing holiday movies like in their beer garden, like on a projector, and Die Hard is one of them, and she wouldn't go with me. That's crazy. Yeah, it's I hurt. would go. I would brave the pandemic for that. We're gonna go. I would. We're gonna go pandemic. see. Not right now. Uh, I forget what it is, but it's it's like the day before Christmas Eve. We're gonna go to whatever movie's playing that day. It's every Wednesday this month. Anyone who's local in St. Pete. Too dicey. Five me. Yeah. Well, no, it's outside. You sit distanced. You bring your own chairs and blankets. You know, don't touch me. Don't talk to me, dude. I can't. I can't. Just rock I a work, mask. I work with too many people. I. I couldn't i can't risk it. yeah we're not i'm not gonna see Cobb until fucking next christmas probably i don't think i i don't think i'm gonna see you guys until forever but which is really sad which I is sad because we need to play dnd this shit sucks we need to play dnd wear a goddamn Anyways, mask this is wear a fucking mask all right please Listener, please guys. wear Jesus your mask christ and when the vaccine comes out please get it don't shoot be that shit like in these your people butt. that are saying yeah put it Put it in your butt. <laughs> no, but seriously, wear a mask, socially distance, stay home, and get the vaccine when it comes out. Because hopefully, goddamn right. Yeah. 
Uh, everyone, stay safe. We love you all. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Peace. Peace.